Hi, welcome back to She Does Stand Up 2. I'm Matthew Broussard. And I'm Laura Sogar. Uh, come check me out. I'm going to be in Toronto in December. I'm going to also be in Anchorage in December. Check me out also in uh, Detroit at New Year's, uh, Minneapolis, D.C., Buffalo, and Hartford dates coming up as well. Website's broussard.live. Lots of, co- burr. lots of coats burr. At least at Burt's, because I will be with Burt's in oh, Alaska, yes. and I will be going burr in Alaska okay. with Burt. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a cheesy ad. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I'd say cut this, but we got to get this done. Uh, our guest today, Rafi Bastos, uh, who, if you haven't heard of, it's because you're not Brazilian. Oh, my God. Guys, this guy's a fucking legend. He's, he's I dope. was, like, intimidated. This whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he is, he is a Brazilian superstar. Uh, for context, he's kind of like the, the Howard Stern of Brazil. He kind of st- started stand-up comedy. Yeah. He created stand-up comedy in Liter- Brazil. Literally created it there. And, and had the most success you could possibly have as a Brazilian stand-up comedian and, and said, you know what? I feel like uh, I should try this whole English stand-up thing, and I'm going to move to New York and just Why try not? to learn stand-up in another language, and he's crushing it there, too. Also, uh, uh a first. We had a, a, a Sheeta stand-up to first on this episode, and I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, he cries. So <laughs> check that out. Rafi Bastos. <laughs> it's kind Are of embarrassing to do open. Oh, this guy does this and does that. I cut this from my podcast. Yeah, yeah. usually we walk right into it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. the guy's going to listen what he did. Yeah, he sits you there have to quietly just sit and there. it's just like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how long before I can chime in? I was like, <laughs> yeah. they intro you and then they read their little yeah. like, ad. And, and then you like, start to think funniest like, person, and they're like, well, fucking now <laughs> I better be. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of expectation. That's why when MCs ask me, like, do you, what do oh. you want me to say? I always say, please, nothing. Because I have a Netflix special in Portuguese. Yes. Mm-hmm. But every. But every time they say, oh, you've seen him on Netflix, I feel that the crowd is going to wait, is waiting for a surprise. Like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe it's Dave Chappelle. Maybe it's a season. Sorry. I don't know. No, it's this it's guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's on Netflix. You haven't seen it. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're from Brazil, the crowd- then he's the reason you bought <laughs> tickets tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of there was a study. Uh, I read a study. They did it with magicians. Yeah. That if you give specific credits, the audience is more engaged and more likely to remember you after the show. I, and I have definitely uh, noticed you that online. as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't so know. So I've been that. asking for good intros. I just do two things but so I, specifically. I hear you in terms of like the Netflix one. You may have seen him on Netflix. That one specifically, people are like, mm-hmm. what is it? Bill Burr? Yeah. Yes. Is Bill Burr coming yes. up next? Yes. <laughs> like, so much like, expectation. Yes. Right? Yeah. But like Comedy Central and stuff, I brought yeah, up. Yeah, that's uh, so watered down by I, now. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking crowd doesn't know. It's like their third stand up show ever. Like, at midnight in 2011. Eleven. Yeah. You guys like the crowds don't go. They don't care. They don't know. My they name is not even Rafi. Yeah. My name is Raphael. We, we learned also, that this uh, weekend. We <laughs> actually had a funny conversation about you uh, this weekend oh in Houston, Texas. Okay. Would you like to put your jacket? Somewhere? No, yeah, I'm really. It's like <laughs> it's your teddy bear. Yeah. and protected. <laughs> You're like in case things get wild. No, no, no it's okay. It's like it's some spicy questions. In Houston, what happened? We were at uh, my, my okay. best friend's weddings, and we were sitting next to and like not comics at all. Uh-huh. These were swimming people, swimmers, engineers. I swam, yeah. yeah. So Texas swimmer-ish engineer people, mm-hmm. and. Uh, of course, they sat us down at the only table with like literally a Brazilian model. Oh, okay. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding? A beautiful, okay. beautiful no, man. this is ridiculous." We thought we were gonna be the cool people in from New York, yeah. and then we're like, "We Gorgeous. got completely just sucker punch." I'm pretty sure you guys are cool everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You too. Uh, we got owned. We got yeah, we owned. Got, we got, oh, yeah. Brazilian right. model. This guy's, this guy's gorgeous. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and his both of them. Yeah. 
wife's it a was couple. A couple. Girlfriend's a model. Couple. Beautiful couple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I hate this <laughs> yeah, personality. I have to be the beautiful couple. This is couple. ridiculous. You? You're gonna make <laughs> what me are you doing? You're going to make me personality my way through this one? Are you kidding? <laughs> didn't ridiculous. avoid having kids for nothing. Yeah, yeah are you fucking kidding? <laughs> um, but we, he, was, he was Brazilian, and we, were, we asked him if he knew you, and he didn't recognize the name. And then we explained who you were. And yeah. then you have different names, it turns out. Yes. What do they call you there? No, my name is Rafinha. Yes, that's what he said. Ah, and yes. we were like, uh-huh. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. Rolls off the sinuses. We're like, yeah, yes. what you said. <laughs> See, that's so difficult that I don't want to uh, sure. cause problems. Because every time, at the beginning I was using my, is, this is actually my, my nickname. My name is Rafael. But I never use Rafael. I used to use Rafinha. That's how they know me. Rafinha. But every time I say Rafinha, Mm-hmm. There's the R, which is difficult, and NH, which becomes Nya. You said yeah. right, actually. Rachinya. I learned Hebrew, okay. so I can do the yeah. That's my, yeah, see. Kinda. So I feel the, the, the house care MCs were when they, oh, could you repeat your name to me? And I was repeating like three or four times, and I could see like the, the, oh. the pain in his eyes. I'm like, <laughs> bro, just call me Steve Smith. I don't care. I just want to fuck. I am going to nail it next time I bring you up. Okay. I cannot wait. Tell me Wando. I'm going to be yeah. up there just like, guys, get yeah. ready. <laughs> Rafinha. But when I changed to Rafi, I felt it, it's like, it's easier for everybody. So I don't care. I just want to go up there and. That's so nice. Is that's that such a nice attitude. Jokes. That's it. Did you make that switch when you came to America? Yes. Okay. Yes. We're so stupid here. We were like, <laughs> an, an NH sound. <laughs> we can't do it. No, I, <laughs> we I, don't I, teach I, that in public I school. I wish people didn't care that much because that would be easier. But I could see people worry. You yeah. know, so they were like, "Oh, let me let me try to get it right," and and, and I could see they rehearsing, they write on their hands. <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, I'm bringing you pain, so it's just fine. fucking it's do it, anything. I don't care. It's okay." <laughs> so when did you come to the states to do comedy? 2018. Very recently. Yes, I yes. moved to uh, LA first. Oh, really? Yes, I stayed in LA 2018 until September, uh, October uh, 19. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to New York. Uh, in 2020? In, in 19. In 19. 19. Got it. And after f- like four or five months, the sure. pandemic started, and I, w- I went back to Brazil. I spent two years there. And now we are back. We're back. We're doing so, it. So from our research, we figured not only did you start comedy in Brazil, you started comedy in Brazil. Like you, you brought created it. the stand-up I, scene. I got to say, yes. you're probably one of the people we've had with the – the densest history in the terms of there's so many things we could talk I'm about. Now you're calling me old. That's what no, you're okay. I'm saying accomplished. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I am. I'm, I'll be 46 pretty soon. But I did a lot of things. In Brazil, uh, stand up started in 2003, four. Right. It's pretty recent, actually. Wow. It was me and like four, five guys. Two gr- one girl, four guys. We started doing it. Huh? The it was, was she was she the girlfriend of one of the that's guys? A good no, ratio. she wasn't. All right. She wasn't. She was a good friend of her. Was she lesbian? <laughs> I, I I think she's becoming. Okay. Oh, okay. congrats. She's, congrats to her. I think finally yeah, she's Yeah, we're happy uh, for her. So <laughs> in two thousand and four, two thousand and three, we started doing stand up because we all had little references. Like I lived in the US in nineteen ninety nine to play basketball. Yes. So that's how I saw that's when I saw stand-up for the first time at Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, like, so you went to play basketball in Nebraska, Nebraska correct? Yes. Which stand-up hub, 
as we know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Just dense, dense how, again. Also, how many, just the history. Yeah, oh, the, my gosh. How many good fields. comedians from So the did you go to, like, shows? Yeah, like, so you see it no. live or just on TV? On TV. Or? On TV. Wow. Because that's the thing. I am graduated in journalism. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was already graduated in journalism when I went to Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you're you an athlete. You, yes. I think you, you, you I swam okay. at UT. You Austin. did an, an NCAA? Mm-hmm. Okay. Champion. Yeah. I won it. Oh, yeah, you did? I did. Okay, so I did Nebraska, Division mm-hmm. Two. So different That's great. level. Oh. Yeah, different team level. Sport. Listen, you did basketball. People care more. Yeah. <laughs> Way well, more about they that. Did, they did. They did care a little. But uh, I lied that I was in high school because if I said to them that I was in college, that I did college in Brazil, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to, <laughs> to play because there's a clock that is ticking when you – Go to college. So wait, you were six seven. I'm so six You're six seven, seven right? Yeah. Or two meters tall. Yeah, two. two and you're six. walking in to Nebraska, and you're like, I'm I'm eighteen. <laughs> How old were you? No, but I wonder. <laughs> wait, guys, I, I'm eighteen. No, I don't no, know. <laughs> I was twenty two at the time. <laughs> oh my god! But I didn't see Nebraska's that. like holy hell. So they were like, so what happened? Like, you never went to college. I was like. Third world country, you have to work. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah. Kinda you have a full ass degree in journalism. I had a lot of trouble with algebra, too. Yes. yes. <laughs> I had to keep yeah. retaking it. Yeah. yeah. But basketball, though, and they're like, get in here. Get yeah, in but here. the problem is I went to the co- I went to a study, and they just required me to do the this test called TOEFL. Okay. Which is test of English as a second language. Oh, right, right, right. They right. didn't uh, make me do the SAT so they made me do SAT at 22, four years and a half after I gra- graduated high school. Oof. All the stuff that, yeah. Can you can you imagine you thinking about like trigonometry and <laughs> biology? <laughs> I just graduated in journalism. Like, like five years. already graduated in journalism. So that was the hard part for me. I went to play basketball, but at the <laughs> same time, college here, like the first two years of college, it's more like uh, I don't know, Party. like geography and, and math and parties, and mm-hmm. that's what you do. And I was already graduated in college, so I did one year. I got injured. I went back to Brazil, and then I started doing comedy there. I was already graduated in journalism when I was like 22, 23, and when I moved to São Paulo, which is the big city, mm-hmm. I met a few comedians, and we started doing uh, this thing called stand-up, which was hard at first because there was. People didn't know what we were doing. The type of comedy that you that we used to have and we still have in Brazil are the the ones that you see in Latin channels, you know, like the characters mm-hmm. and the impersonators. Ah yeah, did yeah, you, yeah. You know, like, did you, <laughs> yes, did yeah. you have any like live performance comedic stuff? No. None. 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 What I was you just had music, obviously. And what I was doing already was uh uh like things on the web. Okay. I started Sketches. doing it. When, uh, 2000, I started doing like video clips and little sketches. Oh, and so stuff. you got in early on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, crushed it. 1999, in 2000, I started doing uh, internet, and then I met a few people, and then we started doing stand up in Brazil. It was. And you opened a club. I did after after a few years. I how was that? Is it still running? No, no. We closed at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. Good that's call. A while. Honestly. Oh yeah. As yep. soon as the pandemic started, yep. we were like, ah, oh, fuck. No thanks. That's, that's a lot. Do you think you'll bring it back? No. I okay. don't. I don't 
It's well, I was gonna say like running a club that must have been such an interesting experience. I want to hear more about bringing stand up mm-hmm. over there and stuff, but like seeing the other side of having to like corral all these comedians, which is not easy to do. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, you have a tough job like yeah. choosing people and uh, producing is it's difficult. It's not. S- it's a completely different part of your brain. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I wasn't doing it. Yeah. I was just owning the club. Every time a comedian comes up to me, oh, I want to perform at the club. I'm like, okay, just send an email to this person. And I'm going to send an email to that person, the, the, the booker yeah. saying, oh, just take a look at this. Because otherwise, uh, it's going to be bad for you, yep. for them. Uh, I just want to be peers with them. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. And give them an opportunity to have a good stage to perform. That's how I, I that was my approach. I wasn't involved in like buying beers and buying food because that's, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. Were there any American comedians who who typified the style of what Brazilians liked in that in that time? Oh three, oh four. That's a very good question, my friend. Thank you. W- the only reference of stand up that we had when we started doing stand up was the beginning of every Seinfeld episode. All right, pretty good one. We didn't we. There was no YouTube. There was no <laughs> videos. There was nothing. Yeah. I remember. I mean, I've told this story many times. Back in that time, I was just LimeWiring. You remember LimeWire? No, Did you have that? No, no. It was like uh, one of those file Morpheus. sharing websites. Okay. Kazaa. Like Napster. Kazaa, Kazaa just uh-huh. fully only vi- viruses, okay. right? So sick. Exactly. So. <laughs> and downloading all the Comedy Central half yes. hours. That's how I got exposed to it. Because you com- couldn't see it otherwise. I don't, I don't know if Comedy Central knows how those half hours were important for the whole world. Wow, I yeah. And it was Russell Peters, his bootlegged half hour is kind of what launched him is what Dude, I've heard. Oh yeah? What's funny yeah. about it is I wasn't like Googling specific comedians' names. I had no idea who these people were. I was just Comedy Central, half uh-huh. hour, anything that anything. showed up. Now that's what I call funny. Volume yeah. f- Literally, I would have 79. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a weird thing that, that I, I guess I noticed it with my mom, but it's like a weird evolution. You see it in visual art. I don't know if the term is modern or postmodern. But, like, for a long, long time, it used to be art had to be something that was difficult to do, a painting that looked really, really good. You look at that and be like, how did they do that? And then as taste became more uh, jaded, uh, people, now you go to a museum, it's things that it's not necessarily that it was hard to make, but it was just creative in a simple way. Um, you see that with stand-up, and I know you've talked about it. You go from characters uh-huh. to people who are just go up there being themselves. Yes. I know when I started stand-up, it really was my mom couldn't get over the fact that I wasn't Robin Williams. She thought a comedian should be big, loud, animated, okay. things that you can't do. To see a person go on stage and just talk, uh-huh. well, anyone can do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it, it sounds like that Matthew's shift. Matthew's mother doesn't support his no. stand-up. <laughs> it sounds like that shift was a little bit harder for Brazilians, or that was the shift you helped make for Brazilian audiences. The thing that uh, – for there's two uh, uh, ways to look at this from uh, an audience standpoint mm-hmm. and from the comedians because there are two different things. Comedians didn't know uh, – like uh, audience didn't know what we were doing. So at the beginning of, of every show – and MC would go up and explain to them what stand-up oh. is. Mm-hmm. Like there you there's go. no lighting effects. There's no li- uh, lightning effects. There's no sounds. There's no, like, <laughs> dances or anything. No we girls had, are taking off shirts, of course, guys. We, what we had... Uh, we okay, but where are the puppets? We are, <laughs> 
<laughs> I was. I, can't, no, I, I came here for puppets. That's not comedy. There's no puppets. There's no puppets. Get out. Get me out. <laughs> so we had this little. It was called the comedy dogma, hmm. which was like, I don't know, like 15 rules that we wrote that you that was that that explained to people what stand up was. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to get these rules. Number one, women be shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Are, who here's dating? Yeah. Does anybody here Y'all dating? Fucking. Y'all, Y'all fucking? Y'all fucking? Question mark? Where are you from? Ah. Yeah. I hate Nebraska. I don't uh, understand. Yeah. What were the rules? The rules was that. That's it. Like, no <laughs> no lighting, like lightning effects, no sound, no m- m- musical instruments. Oh, no That's musical comedy. No Get it puppets. Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, no street jokes. Yeah, yeah. Stock jokes. Yeah. Them, like, why are am I why am I writing everything if I could use right. those amazing some street jokes are pretty good and it used to be in the 80s and even into the 90s it was completely acceptable for a comedian to tell a street joke okay yeah I, I saw remnants of that do they advise or do they tell up front oh this is a street joke or just like part of the material like sometimes it's part of the material yeah, there's some comics who still do that. Oh yeah, but it's an old school thing. Yep. Yeah, and that was not a, a problem. You just you know made sure no one else in the show did that joke. That's so crazy. Isn't right? that wild? Yeah. Yeah, because if you think about it, for I don't think the audience care. No. They don't know. Again, they don't know. They probably their first stand-up show. I've said this but before. Definitely in Brazil. Oh, yeah. I I love restaurants, Laura and I going to ni- love going to nice restaurants. If I sat down and had the most amazing entree of my life, and then some guy stormed into the restaurant and said the chef stole that recipe from me i, I wouldn't spit it out i'd be like hey it was it was good i enjoy- thank thank you I for, came here for food he made it that was good uh, you wrote it yeah. i don't care I don't i'm care. full now and that was delicious congrats you know? for your creation yeah con- now yeah. but now obviously like in america now in america obviously the audiences are so much more savvy like people know stand-up clearly yeah much and they're better. fans of like it as an art form so mm-hmm. i think there would be more like there's obviously people who wouldn't care. Yeah, and since, for a very long time they were. Since there. Carlos, now they're like, eh. yeah, kind of. Car- Carlos was a really like Pivotal monumental moment. moment where the audiences started caring like, about authorship, about about the creative yeah. process, right? Because people originally defended Carlos because he had so many fans. They're like, whatever, I don't care. He, they first they denied it, and then they're like, who cares? And then podcasts, they really, I think podcasts are important for this too. Like people listening to Joe Rogan talking about, oh, I'm creating this joke, I'm testing material, and bringing a comedian talk to their creative process. I think that all happened and uh, hap- helped people to understand the, yeah. the, the, the art form. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, even so, you probably caught the very initial. When did YouTube come around? Like 2000, uh, the end of 2005. Five. So and you were literally like right at the beginning of yeah, that then. Before, before you crushed, you crushed it. But Good that's job. how you uh, stand-ups, actually the, the, the first really like the first flame, the first, the first fire that we had was YouTube. Yeah. You what we are see do- the people directly. What yeah. we are doing right now here in America, mm-hmm. that's what we did. And not only we did, India did the same. A lot of different countries did the same. Li- clips that we post online, people find out about you. And at that time, now, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to know this comedian. At that time, people are getting to know the art form. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is different. Because this guy is doing like a minute and a half. And in this minute and a half, there's like 
12 jokes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like feet, like 10 jokes in a minute. Like th that's a lot, you know? Yeah. Cause the, they were like, that was really funny. What yeah. the heck's going on? <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of jokes. Whoa. <laughs> Cause what we had was a guy like, I'm going to tell you the joke. The drunk guy was walking. So there's, it takes a lot of time to get to the funny part. Yeah. And what we were doing was like talking about marriage and, uh, being single and, uh, yeah. Just punchlines. Yes. Yeah. Versus storytelling. Bop, 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 that's yeah. why people kind of, well, oh, that's, that's really different. And How I think people were thirsty. Were, at that time, people were thirsty for something different in comedy. So it took off then? It like did. It, it did. went really. Real quick. And then a uh, few of us were like invited to do TV shows. Mm -hmm. So right. I, I did a few TV shows. And one of them got, got like huge. And then people are like paying to watch me. But they were actually paying to watch the guy on TV. So they were like, oh, that's different. That's stand-up. This is a stand-up. Oh, let me watch this guy. So the, the scene, that's how the scene started. That's so wow. Were you an actor on the amazing. show? I was uh, a host. I was a comedian. I was already oh. doing stand-up. It's like a talk show, right? Oh. Kind of. I uh, the, the, the show that really launched me to the whole country was a show called CQC. This was... Uh, a mix between like the Daily Show and The View. Okay. So okay. we were like showing stories on the streets, and then he would come to us hosting the show. Then we had conversation, making jokes and uh, punchlines about what we just saw: mm -hmm. politics and economy, and also celebrities. That's what we we did, and the show got got, got big. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We um, definitely uh, did some research on you, and I know that was so so. Stand-up did really well. Things are going well. You're on the show. And I know you had some uh, controversy. A lot of controversies. Yeah. But, like, when I was reading about it, I want to talk about this in more detail. It's so crazy because what you you had this joke that was considered inappropriate, mm -hmm. which is not inappropriate. Uh, yeah. And it kind of – I was reading through the um, – I know you were on Rogan, and I was reading through some of that. And you were talking a lot about, like, freedom of speech and kind of the differences in Brazil versus in America. Uh -huh. And – I don't know. Is that still the case? And can you maybe explain like a little bit about what Actually, happened? Today, I just found out like like bef like when I was coming here, before I get the subway, that I lost another lawsuit. God damn! Wow. God, ah, poor one out, guys. Yeah. Sorry. We'll start a GoFundMe. I did. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pay like I don't know, uh, fifty thousand of, of our money. Okay, that's better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I assume it is better. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same thing. Like if, if a lawyer get twenty thousand a month there, he's gonna get twenty thousand here. So it's yeah. kind of a, it's it's like you losing a lawsuit for fifty thousand dollars. It's a lot of money. It's a lot. Of yeah, money. no, it's uh. not a great email to get. It's, I'm it's sorry. It's okay. It's but okay. at the same time, what the hell? What's going on? Are the laws just well. Not there's as a lot of different things that kind of explain, and nobody explained to me, and I have to. I had to learn myself the whole process because that's it was not easy, and I think I think it's still not that easy for people to understand that I am a comedian, but I am not dressed as a funny guy. <laughs> so when I Priscilla's like, listen, what's going yeah, on here, guys? Guy. Yeah, this guy, where's that's the, not a joke. Where's the puppet? He's but not wearing a suit. No, it's not a joke. Not he a needs to be wearing a suit. <laughs> he needs a clown. He needs a blazer <laughs> with jeans. Yeah, yeah or that. Wig. Get him a wig. No, yeah. no, no. He's not a clown. 
or red dots on his cheeks and pigtails like the Wendy's girl. The lawyers are like, well, clearly, look at Exhibit A. (laughs) He's in normal clothes. (laughs) Guilty. But that's all, you know, I know it's it's funny, but that's kind of what happened. (laughs) Because people are like looking at me. Oh, it happens. The same thing happened here, but you guys are having this conversation since the 40s. So we yeah. are years behind. Like Lenny Bruce had to yeah. go on a co- in court and explain to people, no, 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 let me say. Don't let him say. If I make you laugh, can you just leave me alone? Because mm-hmm. I'll show you that this can be funny. Because if you put a lawyer just reading your joke, <laughs> you're an asshole. Who yeah. wrote that shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know? If well, I, remember, I remember when I, I read my jokes in newspaper and magazine, I'm like, this guy is a jackass. Look at this. <laughs> who could so so that's what happened. People couldn't figure out exactly the difference. That's what I think it happened. And also uh third world countries, we still like very uh conservador. How do you say conservador when you're like conservative? Conservative. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm, I I Good know job, my man. Portuguese. <laughs> It sounds like one of the things, going back to when you were trying to build this scene and, and train crowds to appreciate uh-huh. what you're doing, you, you were trying to show them a stripped-down version of comedy, and there's a lot of purists mm-hmm. who think that that's what makes it uh, fun to watch. They don't have an instrument or giant note cards. They are controlling the crowd with their words and their presence alone. Yes. How difficult of a battle was that? Because I struggle with it every night. Because that's uh, that's a little. Uh, I think one, there's a part that ha- helped, and the mm-hmm. other part was difficult. The part that helped was nobody was doing it, mm-hmm. so there was no comparison. When you go on stage now after mm-hmm. Chris Rock, it's like look at this yeah. guy. When we, we were doing, we were kind of creating the scene, so what it was exciting for us to figure out things at that time. Like we were creating the scene and explaining to people at the same time. So when you had a bad night or somebody went better than you, you're still kind of learning yeah, the whole like, eh. thing. It's not like today where you, uh, if you bomb, it's like, fuck, I bombed in a show that was going well. Yeah. What, what am I doing? And Dude. you become, oh, The other day yeah, I You bomb now, you can just be like, oh, my, my yeah. country's culture has not evolved enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> I followed you the other day and you crushed. And I... Ate a dick. You <laughs> well, did. Yeah, oh it was so funny. God. It was fine. It was checks too, so I was like not super worried about it. But I was like, this guy English is his goddamn second, second language. language. Yeah, we brought you up on the podcast <laughs> before. God. I was like, I need to go. I need to walk. I need yeah. to take a walk. <laughs> Maybe you should go to Brazil. Uh, apparently, yeah, the second language. I can say conservador. Conservador. <laughs> uh-huh. There's a lot of other things you can't say there, apparently, apparently or apparently. you'll have, you'll owe fifty thousand dollars. I want to go back. All right, I want to go. Things. I want to get into the free speech. The lawsuit. The yeah. lawsuit, the specific lawsuit, which, if I read these interviews correctly, drove you partially to come to the U- back to the U.S.? No, no, okay. I wouldn't say I read them incorrectly. I can't read either. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I wouldn't say that that kind of uh, uh, made me come here. What made me come here was the challenge. It was the challenge of performing with you guys that are doing this for a long time and sharing the stage with people that, are, uh, that, are, that, that I can learn 
with, you know, that I can watch. And every time I watch someone on stage, I'm like, look at this guy. Who is this guy? Yeah. Wh 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 and he's older. So how long had been this guy been doing this? 25 years. So what happened? I'm, I don't know about him. Oh, he had a sitcom in 1998 and it didn't happen. And now he's still killing every night. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So that's amazing to be around that, to be around people and to be around creative uh, people. So I... I came here to evolve as a, a comedian more than anything else, I and that. I like the hustle, the you know the the little landmarks. Oh, I just got uh, I became a regular in this place, and now I'm doing this, and I'm gonna shoot my special. There's a lot of things to do. I felt that I didn't have any uh, anything else to conquer in Brazil. Yeah, I'm not. You literally brought stand up there, so it's like I, I, <laughs> what else can you really like? Yeah, but I I, I wouldn't <laughs> say that everything that I did was a hit. No, but I did everything that I wanted. Movies and series, and I did, I directed a, a, a film, I had like two TV shows, I had, a I, had, I had a nightly talk show on open TV for a while, mm -hmm. I did everything. So coming here is making me much better because it's humbling. In, in New York, even, even better because nobody cares about you. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And that's good. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you're good, so come here. They, they don't care about your curriculum or what you did or what you conquered. As long as you're going up and doing well, you're going to be invited to keep yeah. coming. That's It's fair. Yeah. It's, it's fair. I think it's closer to a meritocracy. It, it it's is. Ver it's very closer. close for an art form, yeah. And that's the – well, like, you could I could name a 100 amazing comedians just sitting here in New York. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go. Oh, go. Uh, <laughs> let's just go through our episode list. <laughs> Minus that one. Um, yeah. I'm glad I don't, ha I don't I don't know how successful you actually, like, are. Or I'd probably be, like, no. weird and nervous around you. No, no, Because no. I, I, know, I know you are, but, like, it's, yeah. That's why I don't – I don't – I like to have those conversations, of course. It's it's good, and I don't care about telling mm -hmm. uh, my, my story. But I also like the fact that I sit on a – table and i wait for my turn nobody knows who i am there's uh, it's cool because i have to surprise them i'm a foreigner i yeah. have an accent i have to be careful not to be funny just because i have an accent <laughs> or not do the jokes of i'm this crazy foreigner who doesn't know about the country <laughs> you know because people have been doing this for like yeah. e like decades here mm -hmm to run away from those little traps that comedy can bring. It's, it's kind of easy to talk about the and language. Also, yeah, learn another language at the same time. When did you learn English? Your English uh, is st uh, so good. I learned uh, when I was uh, in, in high school. So I, okay. I went here to play basketball yeah, I, for a I while. can hear your Nebraska accent yes. very yeah. thick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it helped me. But I think now I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning much more now. Mm -hmm. My wife kind of uh, speaks a little bit of Portuguese and a little bit of English. Where is she from? Uh, she is from Brazil. She moved to Ecuador when she was four years old. And then at 18, she moved to L.A. and she studied there. She did college and everything and stayed until we met and then we came to New York. Yeah, I love how foreigners love L.A. Like oh, we gotta move to L.A. LA. Well, Bro, I mean, what do you what do you think about what do you move to Nebraska like this yeah, guy? It's true. the weather. <laughs> it's the weather. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. She, she hates it. Oh, the press. I mean, 
She could take some medication. Vitamin D. Take mm. vitamin D. Vitamin D. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It does so actually. Okay. Not to. <laughs> you, <laughs> did, you did take and you think it changed. Vitamin it D does you? help. Absolutely. Especially in the winter. Now we're just turning it into a health podcast. Yeah, take it. Take the take the supplements, everybody. Athletic Greens. <laughs> so you came to New York to cross train. Yes. When did you start developing a, uh, English material? Uh, just a little bit before I came here in 2018. I wrote a few jokes. I did one show at the Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. I went to L.A. because I met a comedian that was in the L.A. scene. Her name is Jade Carapreta. Oh, I know Jade, yeah, yeah. Jade is a good friend. She was born in Brazil. I didn't know that. She's yeah. very funny. She, she was born in Brazil, and she moved to America when she was like a little kid. So she, she went back to Brazil. We met, and then I was like, I want to I wanna do this. I want to do it. I want to go to America. Mm-hmm. I was married at the time, mm-hmm. so uh, we got divorced. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, that's, that's the time. My kid was already seven yeah. years old. I was like, yeah, let's let's do it now because I'm 45. I cannot wait another 10 years to be a fresh... Uh, yep. You got to get into it. You know, oh, that's fresh inspiring. blood. In yeah, you got to do New York as soon as possible. If you want to do New York, yeah. get there because <coughs> the energy levels it requires to live mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to have Ooh. that 20-something fuel. Ideally, you could be in your 20s. Uh, you want to have a little bit of money, though. Yeah, thirties is nice because money. Thirties is nice because you you're not like you're like I'll take a I'll ramen. take a lift to the airport today. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be all right. Yeah, I yeah. can take the lift. Yeah, I can t- <laughs> like I can afford it. And it's expensive. Like for it's me so to live here, like one dollar today is worth uh, the whole country. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> what, how's your currency? <laughs> no, five of my money. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm actually paying my my rent is like forty five. I'm paying twenty five thousand of my money. Oh wow. my god! Move to Brooklyn, man. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not, not that much <laughs> a difference, you know. Better, I did yeah. a little research. In a little more space. You'll end up yeah. paying the same, but yeah, we have more space here. Okay. I feel we like the same place you would, yeah, like wider hallways and yeah, yeah. gym. Um, what was LA like? Why didn't you stay there? Uh, why I didn't stay there? You didn't like traffic? No, the you traffic was a problem. <laughs> yeah. It here it's first the, the the main reason why I came here was because it's closer to Brazil, it's mm-hmm. closer to São Paulo. It's a ten hour flight to LA. It's like uh, if you get a one stop, it becomes like fourteen hour, a fourteen a fifteen hour flight. There's not there's Ten's no, no non-stops from LA, or I guess it's more further west. Huh? The thing is, he, here is New York and here is São Paulo. Oh. LA is here, like here. I always think I don't. I always forget that like the southern component of the New York to LA is not that much. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the yeah, okay, that makes if sense. If you go straight, well, it's kind of a it's kind of a straight line. I think. It's now a geography podcast yes. as well. <laughs> also, topology, Comedy triangles over, serv- yeah, over spheres are lot, very interesting. Yeah. So I moved to LA and I didn't stay there because of this. And also, I didn't know that, but uh, New York, it's material. It's People write jokes. A lot. You There's know, pressure to be turning it over. Yeah, you beats know, per minute. And that's that's what I wanted. Good. That's how I wanted to develop as a comedian. And people are like always trying to put me in auditions to do shit. And I was like, that's not that's I not could, you're like, I could do that if I wanted. <laughs> and I, I don't <laughs> think that that's anything like of course doing a sh- uh, moving Hollywood, that would be amazing. 
But I see, like, Jay. Jay does, like, I don't know, 125 auditions a year. Yeah. How many job you're getting out of this? And how many hours you're spending in traffic to do the going back and forward to do auditions and not writing shit, which is what you yeah. need to do. It's my last two days. I haven't sat down to, r- sat down, sat yeah, down to write for like two days because I had uh, two auditions in the last two days. I was oh, yeah? I was memorizing lines, yeah. But you like doing it? I do. You do? You're, do. Getting, you're getting good at it. I too. like, I do like it. Just, it's, it would be cool to be part of uh, like a sitcom, to be part of something funny that I think is, that's, Bigger than stand-up. I uh-huh. think a good sitcom can do something that stand-up can't. Stand-up's I, great. I, I just think that now, uh, being white in America, there's not that many opportunities like it was before. Hey. You know? Uh, not even for Latinos now. Yeah. Matt, yeah, we're having, a, we're having a meeting on the Capitol <laughs> about <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're all going to march together and talk about how hard it is being a white man right now. <laughs> no, but for me, it was even harder. Villain, by the way. I can always play the villain. Oh, villain. Which okay. is what I always get auditions okay. for. And it's very, well, very the fun. The thing is, yeah, you... You look like a villain a yes. little bit. Yeah, you quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. It's great. <laughs> for me, it was even harder because every uh, role that I used to audition for was to play a Latino. Sure. Do I look <laughs> no. a Venezuelan drug dealer? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so no, what like is he looks so friendly. You know? Hey, man. <laughs> Ivan Drago. Is I believe he is what Swedish and he played a Russian. Okay, that's yeah. the role. And he's that your I height. Play. He's your height. That's my role, but I will never yeah. get those auditions. Yeah, because my accent—it's not Latina. Mm-hmm. So the all the auditions were like Colombian drug dealer, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. and that's like, not me. And I would get like me or like Latin lover. So it would be me and 25 Antonio Banderas waiting <laughs> for our turn. It was horrible. That's like so funny. Juan Nicolone, I did not know he was South American. At all. When I heard him talking, I, th- I assumed it was German. Who? Juan really? Nicolone? He's Uruguayan. Amazing comedian from Uruguay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's great. Yeah, also uh, has that thing where I feel where like you've probably yeah. seen him in passing oh, yeah. at some okay, point okay. or another. It's a similar thing where he's from a part of South America where the accent doesn't sound Spanish anymore. It Does sounds something else. But did he move here when he was an adult already? Yes. Yeah, he moved here pretty recently. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's fun. Yeah. It is fun. Because yeah. we have a little community of... South Americans doing comedy. Yeah. That we're starting to create. It's like cool. Me, there's a Fabrizio from Chile. Yes, I love him. There's Francisco from Venezuela. He lives in LA. So, we, we Ramos? Group. Yeah. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you, can assu- you, can, <laughs> you can form a council. You, yeah. can, you can form a, yeah. like a little South American delegate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what was it like touring Brazil? Because it was one fifty million, something like that. Uh, two, f- uh, it's like two thirty, I think. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's, it's a, a, a of decent proportion of American yeah. population. I think it's like fifth or sixth but biggest in the world. But it's a country, my friend. It's a yeah. Country. But there's a lot of capitals that you can play, like a thousand seat theaters, and uh, I did like three or four times the country uh, with different shows. Mm-hmm. But there's the thing: stand up is so new. In Brazil, that it does people don't care if you're bringing like a new material. Really, I was I would think you'd have more pressure to do a new hour. No, they just no. want to be in the room with the cele- no, their celebrity. Yeah, they just want to see you. Huh? I I, I have people here that sometimes when I headline another city in America, they go to the end of the, they come to me at the end of the show. Oh, it, it was 
It was amazing to to see you. I unfortunately I don't speak English, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> so was like one hour like this, looking at me like I love this guy. This guy. I love this guy, but I couldn't understand a word. Was it? Yeah. So <laughs> emphatic. Look at him up there having fun. So happy to see you. You know, I'm such a big fan for like 15 years, and I knew that you'd be here. The family. We're all just excited. <laughs> That's the problem. That's success right there. And, but that's the <laughs> problem because, you know, we, Brazil, it's not like other countries. Like, if I, I have a good comparison with India because I have a lot of Indian comedians that are my friends. You have third, fourth, fifth generations here mm -hmm. in yeah. America. So a guy like, I don't know, Virdas, mm -hmm. this guy, he can tour America and do shows for people, uh, for Indian people, who goes to India like once every five years. They don't, they're not from India, they're mm -hmm. from America. Right. We, Brazilians, we come here, we make money, we buy a house in Brazil, and we go back. That's what people do here. We don't actually create a life in America. Mm. It's very difficult. Why? Hmm. Very difficult. Why do you, why do they, why don't they stay? Because, uh, because five dollars for every one? No, 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 no. Because they get money here. That's the money that they, they're getting. Uh, they don't stay because it's. I th I think the main reason first is the weather. The weather is horrible. Shit. Unless you're in Florida and there's a lot of Brazilians there. Yeah. Florida. Uh, the cocaine's not as good. The cocaine is not as good. Mm -hmm. You cannot kill. You can go to jail if you kill someone. Can you imagine? That's horrible. <laughs> that's too tough. Wait for a second. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's too tough. We don't like that. But, but, but if you tweet, we demand impunity. If you tweet, oh. <laughs> my lawyer would call me right now. Bit. Can't do it. Oh. Nope, put the phone down, get the gun out. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That's funny. That's silly. Too far. So, <laughs> you know, it's not easy to have American friends, it's not easy to create, to be part of you as a community. Yeah, it's mean. not easy because you know, are we? Uh, I'm not even talking about Brazilians, but mainly Brazilians. We like to hug, we kiss men and women on the cheek. Yeah, that we feel like it's oh. it's a different type of. I'm not saying it's better. I love the fact that people here are cold. They don't care about me. I like it, but it's different. So you're also experiencing LA and New York. You go to Houston, Austin. Any oh of those yeah. cities? Uh, oh, they all kiss you right oh on yeah? the cheek. Well, Nebraska They'll invite might have. you. Nebraska? Yeah, Nebraska a little bit. Walking around Houston, how you doing? I'm like, I don't doing? know you. Shut and up. In yeah. the elevator, you're like, I don't know who you are. Please stop <laughs> talking to me. <laughs> yeah. No, but I don't they know. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fourth floor, huh? You're like, I don't what? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, oh. this thing, there's this thing here in New York, like you're, you're talking to someone like, oh, let's, let's grab a coffee. Okay, what about April 15? I'm like, oh, it's January. People do Wh love to schedule out. Why are yeah. you scheduling? Just come to my house. That's what we do. We knock at people's houses. They're like, are you doing something? Oh, let's grab a dinner or something. Yeah. So you feel that you're part of something bigger. You feel a part of a community. It's not easy to have that in, I don't know, maybe Austin, but I don't. It's so that drives Brazilians back to Brazil. Yeah, they, they want to be next to their families. They mm -hmm. want the barbecue and the weekends. They want the party. They want the loud they music. They want the suburb. 
They want the suburban they lifestyle. W- <laughs> they probably they want the suburban lifestyle. They want the suburban okay. lifestyle from the '80s. It sounds like an '80s sitcom. Just the hey, neighbor, lifestyle. can I borrow yeah. some milk? Yes, yes. <laughs> I just ran out of sugar. <laughs> it's spotty, and uh, also the way we like it's not it's not that common to have a Brazilian having a relationship with an American, mm-hmm. and I'm not if girl, w- woman, or yeah. man, or whatever. Because the way we our relationships works are different. You have here something called PDA. You have a name. Yeah. For it's it yeah. sounds like a disease. <laughs> so you know like that yeah. <laughs> you cannot touch people because they're like kiss and people are like oh get a room. Yeah. So it's yeah. like we you know it's we feel a little it's different very different cultures different what, is, what, what was the me too movement like in Brazil? Yeah. that's what i want to know it's he was literally fingering there. her public <laughs> that's, a that's how we say hi that's, that's that's how we love that's <laughs> how what are you talking about <laughs> that's yeah, a tweet though one finger is polite <laughs> two a little, uh, it's a little how many was it please <laughs> stop it yeah two is a little too much but that's yeah the me too. But I think it's gonna get there. Everything mm-hmm. that starts here, it, it arrives in a, you know yeah. in countries after like five or six years. We are gonna we are having our oh look our forward to it. Black mm-hmm. Lives Matters and our me too, which is which is good because yeah. in a culture like ours, uh, people don't treat women that well as well. You know mm-hmm. I'm not saying everybody, but it's very easy sure. to those boundaries to kind of. Uh, cross yeah, each other. Absolutely. So that's when you have like a Tinder date in America. Mm-hmm. You go out with that person and you have uh, it's a conversation like it's almost like a meeting. Yeah, it's like a little yes. interview. So you what know? do you do? It's very interview. Do you yeah. have any pets? Yes, <laughs> you have to s- search for common subjects that. Y- so you know, it's different. It's yep. it's different. It's different. I can see how that'd be tiring. That would yeah. I can understand if you're coming from the opposite. Can you? Can I think so. Yeah. I'm still floored after all of that. You talk about being a more affectionate people, a more community-based people, that they are so stringent about jokes and what I you're legally allowed to do. Ju- that so really surprises well, me. Well, yeah, maybe we yes. can, 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 we find, can. So you made a joke about, uh, which was like pretty benign. That I said that, in I passing. that I would fuck her and her baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty benign joke. That's what I... I, uh, I laughed out loud reading it on Wikipedia. So. And yeah. I, would, I would actually fuck <laughs> her and her baby. No shit, you wouldn't. Like. But now the, the baby's like 12 years old. Yeah, I mean, now. Of, uh, <laughs> that's, that's like the better when it was a baby. I yeah, got it. Yeah, too old now. now. That's too much. I have my my demographic. It's another one. <laughs> now I can't go to I'm Brazil. I'm just glad. <laughs> I'm just glad that people in Brazil don't speak English. So uh, I can, we can just say. We'll, we'll, we'll translate. Well, they'll come see you either way. <laughs> yeah. But it became a huge thing. That that was. Well, that's what I I'm still struggling to understand. I was like, wow, the cultures are truly so 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 different. That here, if you you. Any open mic has every single joke being said at an open mic here is worse than that. Yeah. I would say every single joke so, yeah. is more offensive. Way more. Okay, but... Canada. What about Canada? Similar, similar thing in Canada. A guy, uh, a comedian made fun of a child star with disabilities. Sued for like ten or $20,000. He lost so the lawsuit? He lost the lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, that, that Canada has similar protection things. Canada and, and, and Brazil? In that case, they're like this? The overlap between his case and yours was that you were specifically targeting... Uh, one celebrity, one per public person. Mm-hmm. So where it can okay. become liable, Welcome. potentially, or yes. it can have uh, whatever 
harm, yeah, uh, measurable if, harm on that person. But if I'm Bullshit, saying about a group, uh, <laughs> I could also lose the loss. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it it's that. Yeah. It wouldn't change. What I'm saying, what I, what I, what I would say. Have to pay reparations to all the Jews. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I wouldn't say all the Jews, but like, I don't know, a group that has this, you know, like an entity or something. Mm-hmm. That can happen. But when it's a person, a specific person, there's all this, I don't know how do you call it here, but like perjury and uh, there's slander. Libel, uh, yeah, slander, yeah. slander and libel would be the two. Yeah, those terms. things. They, they, you Material guys, harm. I think you guys similar. have this law here. It's the same thing. Mm. But it's very difficult for a comedian to lose a lawsuit because of it. It's very difficult. Very difficult. We have, because we have one of our, the freedom of speech. Yes. Side. Well, Larry Flint, you know Larry Flint? Yes. Well, yeah, that he's the reason. I'm like, we have because uh, of, what's because that of First Amendment. Uh, he, that's the, the, the movie, reason? The People vs. Larry Flint is about. There was a, a comic strip or or a, a, a satirical piece written in Hustler making fun of, uh, it might have been Jerry Falwell. Um, and they brought it to court and went all the way to the Supreme Court. And he was like, they, they asked him, they're like, do you think people reading this believe it? He was like, no. It's disgusting. They're like, yeah, that's the point. It's clearly fictitious. That protects it from being liable. Since people re- are th- who are reading it know that it's false, uh-huh. it's not an accusation. But in, in my country, uh, the fact that you felt offended gives you power. And mm. I think that's very, very dangerous. And I that's agree. what I was trying <laughs> to <laughs> you say. You guys skipped. You guys were like, we haven't done BLM, Me Too, any of that yet. We're going straight to suing for being offended. Yeah. <laughs> we are, we're advanced. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's actually a huge jump, right? It's a massive jump. Yeah, I know. But uh, that's what happened. When people feel offended, they can sue you. The fa- You can sue anyone. That's part yeah. of democracy. Mm-hmm. That's part of the legal system. Losing a lawsuit, that's what really was concerning me, you know. Because I can sue you because I didn't like your podcast. Right. I could do that. But lose, you losing a lawsuit and having to pay. So when that thing happened, it became huge because I never apologized. Because right. I thought it was important for comedy in Brazil. And to show people, you know, uh, this is what we do. If, we, uh, if I apologize now, what's going to happen in like five or six years? We are going to be mm-hmm. stuck. So it's, it's a good fight. Were you the first like landmark case for Brazilians? Yeah. 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 Has it? How has it affected your writing? Are you are you afraid to go certain places? Do you feel more comfortable with no, American crowds? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I felt really soon, and I understood really soon that if I let this affect me, mm. it would kill me creatively. Yeah, just put it on the tab. Just yeah. add it to the bill. Yeah. The yeah, thing yeah, is, yeah. when you feel those things and. Uh, it kills your authenticity. Mm-hmm. You're trying to pander. You're trying to actually uh, please the audience. So it's like, I'm glad they are offended, you know, because I'm showing them. This is. It was always me. I was. I was offensive. I was always considered. The, oh, this is the Edgy. guy who tests boundaries and mm-hmm. is like pushing limits. So I was always that guy. So when, when I did jokes much worse than that one, in the same TV show. So I felt that you guys know me. Right. Uh, it's okay. Uh, if you, uh, so it was more than that. The TV show decided to, uh, for me to give me like a two weeks vacation. I was like, I'm not going to do it. If you're going to do that, this is going to hurt our show. This is going to kill the show. 
we have to make fun of her again. We have to dedicate the whole show to her. We have to fuck the baby. You have to <laughs> actually <laughs> engage in fucking. That's what we gotta I'm gonna do. I'm going to jerk off to the ultrasound. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> live. We're doing it live. You know, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. We have to go and tell them that this is what we are. That's great. You answer. know what happened? Yeah. The, after that, the TV show changed completely because they were afraid. So, of course, yeah. after a few years, we they were, because I, 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 I left the show, they were stuck. They weren't able to talk about politics. A few politicians weren't, were asking the TV station not to talk about them, and they were like, oh, please don't talk about him. So they created this uh, they were precedent. Beholden to people. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it killed the whole show. And it was hard for comedy. But at the same time, I don't think he hurt my career in the long... Uh, what I would say, I lost a lot of opportunities. Yeah. I lost movies, I lost series, I lost sponsors. In Brazil, there's still a lot of big sponsors that want, they don't want to mess with me. They don't want to uh, sponsor my podcast or anything else because I have uh, a, st a story. I have a, I have a backstory. Mm -hmm. But uh, the audience never left me because they're like, yeah. Don't, don't worry, the sponsors will be back. Yeah. Once they're trying to get some sales in there, man. I don't know, you know, yeah, Laura. Or a few more years. at least the ball hair trimmers and the Squarespace. Yeah, the the yeah, yeah, yeah there's a whole market. Yeah. yeah, they. VPNs. Yeah. The oh, yeah. VPNs. For some reason, they're just like, yeah, we, we don't care. We don't care. Uh, yeah. There's no mail, writer, mail writing campaigns for us. I'm yeah. getting money with uh, the gaming websites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's they okay. know it. They get it. That's it's the way okay. it's all going to move anyway. It's so stupid that sponsors yeah. still think that TV is this pristine territory, uh -huh. even though well more people are watching their phones. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like the people don't – it's the real people with influence that can actually, like, you know, move products. Uh -huh. so like like yeah. influence yep. the whole thing. That's the point. And also, like, uh, I think people play the game not only because of the money. It's because the opportunities that you get being this good guy, you know? So mm – -hmm. I don't think people just worry about getting. Some people, yeah, don't don't want to lose the money opportunities, but you wanna you wanna host a show, you wanna be in a soap opera, you wanna you don't wanna be just be forgotten. And I took a, a risk, and um, yeah, I know it hurt my career as a whole, but at the same time, it was important for me to tell them, oh, this is comedy. So it's the whole. Comedy community really respect me for yeah. what I did. Are there a lot of like Mario Lopez type entertainers yeah. in Brazil oh. where they, they got famous from one thing and now they live this squeaky clean image so they can be on every show, but you have and no idea have what's behind those eyes. And they have the, the mess up life. We yeah. all know that they cheat on their wives. And they do drugs. They have sons pills. outside of the, the relationship, mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter. As long in as public. you're playing this fucking game it's everywhere it's not only in america it's uh -huh. everywhere and they're all fucking liars that i'm not well, saying all of them but most of them they I have, have skeletons in the closet i need i'm killing in english are you recording this because i'm killing it i mean precedent one. was very uh precedent. Very we were like good. whoa even precedent. even our president <laughs> can't get that word right <laughs> Maybe well, I could be and I mean that's actually a great seg segue there. Yeah. Um, I would imagine had you apologized. I mean that show in terms of talking about politics really binds itself then, because mm -hmm. that's like the thing. Like we you know we're joking about 
fucking kids and that's yeah sure yeah. Well, it's yeah. a joke yeah. but like not being able to actually make jokes or commentary around political figures is when things get real dicey but we can we can okay we can make it people can sue you it's the same thing people okay. can sue you <laughs> today like if you're offended just paying off lawsuits you're like all right i think now people got a little tired of this type of lawsuit and when someone that happened here, it's the yeah. same thing. Now, when if I don't know the Kardashian gets annoyed by the joke and she sues someone, people will be like, "You fucking, you're you're really doing yeah, it." Yeah, people gonna, would rip her apart mm. on TikTok. Mm. You make, you know, she, they're gonna make even more jokes about the whole situation. Yeah, it was like the Beyonce. Can you delete this from the internet? Remember that? No, there was a I picture of her from a concert that just was very not flattering. And her team was trying to get the picture, like it, the email saying, we need to delete this from the internet. Uh, <laughs> no, Beyonce. And, and boy, that picture did the opposite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See? yeah. yeah. Someone was like, well, now the picture of this email is going to be joined <laughs> with this picture. You cannot control technology and internet. Yeah. People yeah. Will, will murder you. So I think that's what we are living in this, starting to live the same moment in Brazil. Now we are in the middle of an election. It's going to be election on Sunday uh, nope. now. So... Uh, there's memes, people are making fun of people. We have a right-wing guy as president right now. What's his in name? Brazil. Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro, yeah. Bolsonaro is like a Trump. Like Wasn't he just like walking in the streets during the pandemic being like, it's not real? It's not real. Yeah, yeah. This is just like, it's a little fever. People are dying. He wasn't wearing masks. He oh, did, my he, gosh. He didn't get the vaccine. He was, yeah, he didn't. <laughs> and he was like, there's image of him like sick with covid like coughing <coughs> in his hand and shaking <gasps> old people's hands. But a joke about fucking babies. No, that's over true. the line. Sue him. Sorry, I'm sorry that you can do that. You can't. Do <laughs> that's too much. So, but you can make like it's kind of crazy because I think the right uh, they accept jokes a little better. You know, they don't get it. Offended? Would they do get offended about weird shit? I would they say during Trump, uh, they were some of the best crowds. During the Trump administration, right wing crowds would just uh -huh. like lay it on us, well, don't see? hold back. And now that Biden's in office, they're the ones throwing beers at the stage. Yeah, they're uh -huh. not, did you see because the video? they feel slighted and marginalized uh -huh. in their little uh -huh. world, and they they feel like these elite liberals are laughing at them yes. in their penthouses. And they are. <laughs> so I think it flips offs back and forth. And I've found that liberals lately have been less uptight, but liberals are his. Liberals are pretty uptight right now. Mm -hmm. It's a weird thing because. Which would you rather perform for? Like hyper liberals or hyper conservatives? <sighs> hyper conservatives. Yeah. I think hyper conservatives. But like, think about. Hyper liberals. Well, you forget. We, we forget what hyper conservative means because That's think true. about the That's think true. about the reason that Desi and uh, Lucy slept in different beds because Christian conservatives. How dare you show a married fuck are couple? Desi and Lucy. Lu I love Lucy. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't sleep in this. They slept in twin beds across the room from each other because it was too salacious. That's conservative That's extremism. Um, what what else is uh, the, the example of that? Uh, Have you performed in like rural America? Yeah, yeah. How the fuck was that for no, you? No, it's, it's, it's all good. Yeah. They they. I feel that they have fun. They do yeah. have fun. Accent works better. It's I'm kind sure of they love that. They're, they're like, like oh, this guy. he's different. Look at this guy. He's so good. I yeah, like I'm here to guy. steal your jobs. They're yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. They don't care. I used to perform in a club. You, uh, you probably did in, uh, in L.A. Uh, perform a lot of the comedy magic. Love that place. Love yes. that place. Unbelievable this crowds. This is yeah. like, this is, 
a little older, more conservative. Little yeah. American Orange County, yeah. like older people. So, you know, I always did really, really well there. I had a, I felt that I had a hard time. As sometimes I wouldn't say now because I developed a lot since 2018. The store, like people doing jokes about vaping and fucking, it's too LA Hollywood, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you're not talking cool to the guy. country. And I'm pretty four sh- minutes on H&M. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure a lot of those people are going to perform in place like in, I don't know, in the middle of the country. Well, if you want to make money, you that you can't just perform to cool young crowds. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's the annoying show. I like to perform for the people. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's always good. And they like the fact that you're a foreigner. It's a different, a different person. They like to see something different. It's it's good. It's good. I never felt that uh, they were like testing me or oh this guy is stealing yeah. people's jobs or anything <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah. We should be seeing an American comedian yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you take your jokes and translate them, or do you have to start new? At first, I translated a few jokes, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it the. It's part of the journey writing new shit, you know? Mm. Just translating, making people laugh at the same thing that they were laughing before. And some jokes, yeah, they, they, they work. They have... What, it's not that easy to make the, tr- the, the, the jump to come to America and do it. And a few things helped me. Mm-hmm. One of those things is I speak slow. Mm-hmm. And that helps a lot. I'm a slow talker, even in Portuguese. When I do, um, when I'm doing stand-up in Portuguese, I'm even slower. When I have conversations, the way I don't, I'm not fast. When I'm on stage, I'm even slower in English. So I can think about it. I can actually think about what I'm doing. I don't have to rush. I'm not worried about the word threat or the word squirrel. <laughs> so I have time. <laughs> You know, because those those are the those are the tough ones. I run away from them. I ch- get <laughs> synonyms. <laughs> those and squirrels. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I Small write threat. everything and I memorize <laughs> every comma. Next album. That's oh. oh yeah, everything, everything. For for both languages. For both, I, I I used to do it. That helped me, because if you are this like Jade, late Jade mm-hmm. likes to talk to the audience and improvise and do it in a different way and mm-hmm. change a word and doing a that does it's. It's almost impossible to do it in another language if you're doing this oh, way. Oh, I can't even imagine. Improvising, like having conversations and trying to make this funny. That's that wasn't that was not what I was doing. In Portuguese, that's not what I do in English. I have to be really memorized. So when I am memorized, I can make it sound fresh. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I can play with the silence. I can make it like I can make them think that I'm just coming up with this idea at the top of my head. If I'm not memorized, that's when I feel I'm like searching for words. And then <laughs> I feel like I am memorized. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. The more you yeah. prepare, the more you, imp- you can so memorize. You don't, yes. you don't do much any crowd work? No, really? I don't. I don't. That's okay. Just yeah. if I need it, like at the show. Yeah. It's not do- like two weeks ago, it was kind of crazy. I was testing uh, some baby fucking jokes, actually. That's <laughs> what I was doing, because that, that's my forte. Come mm-hmm. on, yeah, and what you're known for. Yeah. yeah stick to the so I was doing the cellar, I was doing the, the main room, and all of a sudden, people start to boo. Okay. Half 
of the crowd they weren't into baby was fucking. very uncomfortable. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And that was, what is the name of the guy who plays the, 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 the piano, who's always like. Avery? No, no, no. No, Avery's in L.A. Uh, oh. Robinson. Oh. Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson, yeah. He was. The organ, the the, the, yeah, the yeah, piano yeah. was on stage, and the stage is already tiny. So I was stuck trying to do jokes, and I felt that people were uncomfortable. And I was like, what the fuck? That never happened in mm. my life. People were uncomfortable talking, like they were discussing the joke. And I was testing the joke for the first time, like a new two minutes, and I was so excited to test. And I was like, what did I do? Because this part of the... this part of yeah, the They're down. They <laughs> are... They are in this, these people here, it seems that they're enjoying it. And then I decided to have like, oh, what's going, what's what's happening? But it's very difficult for me to hear if in yeah. the middle. Like if it I ask hard. someone at the back of the room, it's not easy for me to understand what they're saying. I don't think it's know? easy for anyone. Okay, can you? I, I mean, most of the time I do crowd work, I have to get them to say it two or three times, and then I just whatever I thought they said, I'm just gonna go with what it sounds like, okay. even if it's ridiculous, and then just play on that. But you. Talk to the people like close to you, right? Yeah, I don't like to. Fu- I don't like to fuck with to the back. Fuck with the yeah. back, mm-hmm. yeah. No. So then I was like, I, I couldn't understand. At the, thank God it wasn't at the end of the set, so I was able to turn them around, and it, it was all good at the end. And then the security guard came up to me. They were like, "Oh, they, that was that was tough, and and that was that was hard." And I was like, "Yeah, bro, that was fucking hard." And then I found out that it wasn't me. A guy threw up everywhere. <laughs> he was like, he drank a lot. And he was like, he barfed everybody. He was, people were dirty. Their clothes were You're dirty. You're like, they're so uncomfortable. And they're like, we are. We're a- so uncomfortable. He threw up everywhere like a baby. <laughs> like, like a, a baby b- would. B- yeah. Like a baby being, yeah. Yeah. being fucked. <laughs> 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 As a baby does when you fuck it. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing along. Basically, he <laughs> he did a little scene yeah. of my joke. It's <laughs> like, so you see what he's saying up there? Now yeah, bring it in, yeah. everybody. <laughs> so I, that's when I felt that I had to talk to the audience. That's totally. Yeah. And I was like, someone, I love, but I, I didn't find, but I, 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 I I wasn't able to hear what they were. They were trying to explain to me what happened. And I was like, I, I guy threw up everywhere. Yeah. You're like, you're going to throw up yeah. everywhere? God, mm-hmm. is that offensive? Yes. Yes. Blow yeah. up underwear. Yeah. Yeah, my God. yeah, that was it. Wow. Um, so I also just brief, we've talked about a lot of really great things, but I also like to know um, as a kid, like, why did, why do you think you got into like, first of all, journalism and then comedy? Like, what was your home life like or background? My father it's very sarcastic in a way that people don't get his joke. Okay. Mm. He used to go to like meetings and do say the most horrific shit. He's and people, just people be like, bits. you know what? Like, I don't know. Like, do you have here like when when a building has like a a condominium meeting where people talk about yeah. Oh, let's like do this. HOA. HOA. Yeah. Okay. And my father we used to go to those things and say. If you guys are worried about security and safety, I think we need to hire Indians, Indian people, because they have arrows and and people are like, you know, I don't, because he was so serious. Like, people are like, you know, I think that would be a little expensive, no? Because it's like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I drew up the numbers, actually. We can make this work. He was having fun. Fit it in the budget. 
he used to get like answer uh, phone calls and, and lie to people that he it was not him. And I used to see those things, and I I, I always thought that he, he's just it was playing the jackass. Funny like shit. Sounds like Brazilian humor isn't as dry. No, it is not. Yeah, it's not. It is not. So that was when I got my humor was from him. It was not the type of humor that we I used to see on TV with people playing characters, and I I thought was that was so interesting. So when I did journalism, I kind of uh, learned how to have a different uh, observation about the world, and I think everything came up together for me. Like everything mm. kind of uh, happened when I oh I can use my humor, which was uh, already doing since I was a little kid. I yeah. was the kid who I wouldn't say street jokes that make everybody laugh, but uh, I would sit at the back of the room and wait for the right moment while mm. the teacher was like breathing to say a joke. So that was always me. Mm. And I decided at the end that that was, that was my, my, my thing to do comedy. Were, were your parents supportive? They, he, they were always supportive. Yeah. They, they were, were like, this is not a thing that literally anyone here has done, yeah. but you got it. I never... I didn't have the discussion about stand-up with them. Okay. Because when I moved, I'm from I'm from a small city called Porto Alegre. It's a city in the south. Sao Paulo is the big city. Yeah. I moved to Sao Paulo because I wanted to be a comedian. That's what I wanted to do. And my father was always, because I was already graduated in journalism after I come back from the America, I was like, I'm not going to live in Porto Alegre. I'm going to live in, in Sao Paulo to try to, to, to do something good for me. And my father was, was always like, you're, you're, you're an artist. You have to do it. Yeah, I know. Aww. You're not a journalist. You're, you're like me. He thinks he is an artist. He's like, oh, you're like me. I'm, we are creative. We like to write. So you like to create we shit. We love the HOA meetings. Yes. You know, you and I. Yes. <laughs> what, is, what does he do for work? He's a doctor. Okay, good. He works in the public system. And, uh, and he followed. He, he saw everything. He saw everything. I don't think he's gonna last that much. He's like now he's like can't listen well, mm -hmm. don't understand things and change names. You know he's getting yeah. a little lost. Yeah, mm -hmm. getting older. Yeah, he's getting older. Yeah, but he saw everything. He saw everything. And during those tough times with the lawsuits and everybody talking about me in Brazil, that's that was when I thought that uh, I have to be a little careful with my family. Because sure. can you imagine, like, everybody talking about you, you, open, you, you, you turn on the TV, people are talking about you, you are going to jail. My father used to call me, are you going to jail? Cry on the phone. Oh. Worry about me. I'm of like, course. I'm not going to jail because of, of a joke. But he, he was like, bro, you're doing something that nobody did. Maybe, maybe. maybe they can put you to jail because that's what I just saw in the newspaper. And, yeah, there was stories that I could be in jail, that I was losing money. And I had to pay like fifty thousand dollars for lawsuits, and he was like, "Bro, they, they're gonna they're gonna kill you." But I don't. I, I think that he never had the exact notion of how big I became and how well mm -hmm. I was doing it. Yeah. So I had to make sure that they were comfortable. Like, don't worry. If I felt like if I suffered, I think I w they would suffer. They were just your parents. They, want, they yeah. just want to see you happy. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't yeah. Not in jail. Not in jail happy. and happy, <laughs> and not, not fucking babies. Not fucking please. babies. That's a close third. But uh, <laughs> that's what I. Uh, that that was a hard part. Uh, but I, I I I thought that I 
I needed to feel uh, well and good in order for me to to express to them, you know, yeah. it's don't please don't worry, it's all good. I'm gonna oh, be that's fine. Sweet. It's, that's sweet. It's a good relationship. But it was hard. It was not not easy when you are in the middle of this hurricane. I can't even imagine. Well, My parents would be. Let me just tell you, upset. <laughs> be like, first of all, you said what? Second of all, you're in the paper. <laughs> yeah. For not a, an accomplishment. <laughs> Do you think they're gonna? Be, they will be upset at you? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which yeah. whatever. Our, my, my parents were never very supportive. Like yours are kind of. Uh. They oh they're supportive, but I think that's because largely everything I've done so far is super palatable. Uh-huh. I don't know what they would do if I did something unpalatable to them. Yeah. But did, did I'm an adult. Uh, you know? they, do they watch you? Um, they've seen me do stand up one time, only. Did they like it? They actually did, but uh-huh. I did a cleaner set. Like I didn't. Not that I do dirty stuff necessarily, but I was like. I knew like any jokes that would push their buttons. I just did. Didn't your parents sense. watch you? They did. Yeah, my parents have seen me. My dad saw me a couple times before he passed away. My mom's seen me. My dad was like, "I don't get it, but it seems like the crowd likes it." And my mom, <laughs> perfect ah! response. Yeah. It's a perfect That's response. Perfect. Just uh, like you get my mom's them. Just like you're not as funny as Robin Williams. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I was coming here and I was thinking, Laura. Uh, I w- I used to play basketball, and the transition for me to just stop being an athlete. Yeah, and, and you were a much better athlete than I was, but I, you, it was difficult. It's hard. Was it hard for you? So hard. Why? Because I, I have You're my I issue, and I'll tell you. But okay, tell me why. So for me, it's I don't know how. My identity was being a swimmer. One hundred percent. That's what I was. Okay. Which is the silliest thing, because like no one's a swimmer when they're fifty like, uh-huh. <laughs> at yeah. all. So you kind of know you can't do that forever, but uh-huh. like you still, that's you're fully committed to it. And then coming out of that, and I didn't have a good end to my career. It was, like, pretty tumultuous. Uh-huh. It's a whole other story. Okay. And um, I had to basically, like, figure out how to reinvent myself both to the world and internally. And then also, like, had this chip on my shoulder to, like, prove myself uh-huh. to an extent. And we're, uh, that's basically where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you met her when she was swimming? Right at the end. The end. Yeah. yeah. The whole tumultuous process, you were... So oh, I was fun. Okay. Right, front, front row seats. Uh, okay. <laughs> so essentially, I was a favorite to make the Olympic team by like a lot. Which, which Olympic? Uh, 2016. Brazil? And, uh, yes. No. Yeah, uh, Brazil. Rio. Yeah, didn't go. Because the cat's name, yeah. Okay. And um, I yeah, did not oh. make it. Whoops. Very okay. Close. That's fine. I mean, it's funny now. She it's way funnier. Oh she my went God. a time in January. Uh-huh. So trials was in June. She went a time in January that was about a second faster than the qualifying, the fastest qualifier. Just was all politics. Uh, it's no, you have it it, no, you have to. It's, it, <laughs> no, you have, no, you have like one day. <laughs> you have to. You have one race that determines who makes each event. Oh, that's you have to be top two in the country, that's which America very often has the top three in the world as their top three. So it's just a really screwed up system. I mean, it's totally fine. It's one of those things where it was like, at the time, like my life, I was like, wow, how will I ever recover from this? (laughs) And now I have moved on and I've like... Did you? A hundred percent? Not a hundred, never a hundred percent. But I've definitely uh, feel a lot more like whole as a person. I've always really liked comedy. Uh Uh, It's one of those things I could absolutely never indulge because I was swimming. And I don't really like swimming. Like, I like it, kind of. I was good good at it. it. Uh But I don't give a shit about swimming. But I give a shit about comedy. And so that's been hard almost because, like, now I'm like, but I actually care about this. Uh Do you know what I mean? How was it it for you, transitioning from athletics? When I started doing comedy, 
I brought some competitiveness that oh, it that was too. hurting people around me. Oh. I hurt some people, I think, you know. Uh, I did the same thing. I came in from triathlon. I was I was doing triathlon. I was injured, and I used comedy to replace it, like because I was like, oh, this is the thing I can wake up and focus on and put all my time like every day get and the reps in. And the best of it, and you're yeah. like, but what is the best of it? But I thought there was that whole thing of like, if you win the race, you can turn around and beat your chest. Yes. And like, hey, I yeah. won this round, yeah, uh-huh. because it's objective. I won. I had the best time. So who's gonna be? I'm not an asshole to yes. acknowledge that. And then you maybe next time you'll. But like, nope. <laughs> Art is subjective. But did you do it? Did you? I was that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. You were. You never did that. You also started in New York. I started in New York. I'm like, yeah. what? What winning? What winning am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So, I'm getting kicked, my ass kicked by Rafi over here. But you were, you were ripping your, your shirt off and doing a touchdown dance. I wasn't do. Uh, I'm. I wasn't that clear. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. How can I say? Gracious. We began. We be, it was a small group, mm-hmm. and we were trying to make this work as a scene. Oh yeah. They were actually trying to work this as a scene, and I was like, "Let's fucking conquer the world, us four. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even talking about me. Oh, in another level, yeah, I wanted to be me. I wanted to be the best, and I used to look at one friend, and I used to say, "You fu- you suck, bro." Whoa. You're not good that? at all. You're not good at all. I'm much better than you. Wow. I used to say those things. <laughs> never behind their back. Never like doing things to make <laughs> to harm them or anything. Mm-hmm. I well, I didn't say it behind your back. It's no, better, right? I told I, you. <laughs> I used to tell to tell you not not everybody, but I, I used to feel that I was I wanted to be the, the best. I'm still very, very confident. Very confident. Mm-hmm. That's what brought me here, because if you have second th- doing in another language, having oh, second thoughts, imagine. it's like you gotta be confident, and it's good when you have confidence. The problem is when this extrapolate, and you're like, you're an asshole, not an asshole in a way that you treat people bad, but your energy is this winning energy, and comedy is so subjective. Sometimes you go in and do a show, and you see someone doing. A shitty material, fucking murdering, and you're like, I I know I'm better, but hmm. uh, but I'm not gonna play this game. But so it's subjective. What is better? Is he better than me? You're yeah. probably are used to go up and you guys doing sets when you do much better than people that you admire. Yes. Oh, that's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. And the crowd, you, the crowd's not giving them the response. You're like, you're wrong as you're a crowd. Because that's one of my favorite comedians. Oh, and yeah. I'm not even one of my favorite comedians. Perfect. So, yeah. And you're doing better than them. So it doesn't mean that you're better. So what is, what is better? Yeah. We all know what's bad. Oh, yes. We as professionals, we can see like, yeah, it's working, but it's not good. But that can hurt your ego if you don't have a strong enough ego for so you can and also people evolve like even the people who are bad like if you tell them they're bad they're like maybe they're early or maybe they haven't gone through a very important life changing yes. event or mm-hmm. something like that yes mm-hmm. i've been told they can get better yeah i also yeah. i had a thing when i started is i i could sense pretty quickly that i was on a career track that i was doing it at a level where i was projected to be on tv 
and make oh. a living doing comedy or and potentially like, hit those higher marks okay. I feel like that you people probably hadn't done. had a similar I'm sure experience. you knew that right away. Uh, yeah. If I, there was a map at all, though. No, there, there wasn't yeah. a map. That's the thing. You were like, I can make a map. What is a map? Yeah. The we, we, Look at a cartographer we, over we here. We built the, the whole map. But here, here you kind of have, uh, I don't know how to say this in English, but it's like, Plano de carreira. It's like a career plan. Is that a career yeah. plan? Is more milestones. Like milestones. Like yeah. you, oh, you're the talk show and yeah. you did a show and you did a special and you did this and did that. I think the internet kind of uh, make this everything blurred. Yeah, the ladder. There's no top. There's no direction. Because there's people yeah. backing uh, Wyoming that they were never on TV. So that changed because at the beginning. The only people who were packing theaters and in comedy clubs were the ones that you could see on TV. And they went through the system. You yeah, know, that was a system. That was not. That's not a system anymore. But uh, but I'm. I don't care about the system that much now. I just want to develop as a as a as a comedian. This is the fun part. I think. So well, I that's guess a with that perfect segue. That, that's a Come segue on. to our closing question. Okay. What is uh, what is your definition of making it? And maybe you already I mean, have. I would argue. Yeah, I would. I would, I would argue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you set your life. Yeah. <laughs> What yeah? What what are your goals? What is what? It, well, what do you? There are two different questions. Uh, Mate, let's go make it. Making, making it. it, making it. Uh, what I want is, if I could choose one thing, I really want my wife to be comfortable here, mm-hmm. and my Aww. kid to be okay with the fact that I'm here. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Oh my Sorry. god, that's like the sweetest yeah, response. Everyone's always like, I want to have a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> it's ve- I'm sorry. It's very difficult for me to be away from my kid. I'm sure. It's very difficult. He's 12 years old. He misses me a lot. And uh, But uh, he doesn't understand why I'm here. Every time I leave home, he says, oh, if you love me so much, why... Why are you leaving? It's that's a s- it's 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 a lot, but uh, he will understand one day. He mm. just wants his daddy around. He doesn't care that I'm a, a comedian or a journalist or anything like that. He just wants me to be around, and I am selfishly searching for my goals. There's selfish part of me that are doing this because mm-hmm. I'm away from him. We talk four times a day on the phone. I'm more present than I would say 85% of the parents in mm. my in everywhere. Oh, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm with him. I, we do homeworks. I help him everywhere. We have conversations. I know stuff that his mom doesn't know. We are very close. But I would love him to come here. My dream was if he and his mom would come to America because she's very good friends with my wife. She's a good, f- very good. Whoa, person. yeah, that's they wonderful. That's together without me. Whoa, why? So, what, Whoa. do you think they would? They don't want to come to America. They don't. So your dream is visas. It's not. Yeah, it's you know, a, it's a it's a whole thing. Your, your dream agree. is I'm to have enough money to have a private jet from Hell's Kitchen oh, to your driveway no, in Sao uh, Paulo. What is this? A, uh, like a teletransporter? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. That's that would be you could have yeah your your life would <laughs> you might not be in comedy if you get one of those <laughs> absolutely be my superpower by the way yes. teleportation teleportation because I would I would tell the club I needed transportation money <laughs> and then I would have them and I would just boop, the yeah. shut the fuck twenty up. minutes before shows up I would yeah. pocket all that money uh, Woo, buddy oh, oh man God. that's a good sixty bucks <laughs> nights oh well God. it's like hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of dollars. And the other one was uh, uh, 
what what do I want to conquer? Uh, I don't know. What, goals. what is making it? What is the making goals. It? Yeah, the, the, the making it is uh, it's developing as a, as a as a comedian more than a- anything. So it's like it's like of course we all have like huge goals. If I think about like when I'm 70, I want people to look at me like, oh, he is one of the best guys who did it that is not an American, you know? Mm-hmm. I would arguably already... I w- yeah, the fact that yeah. I'm... I think how many foreigners we have on a place like The Cellar, it's, it's, yeah. it's already happening. So that's the problem, uh, Matthew. You're you like, and, and Daniel Simonson. Think, and about <laughs> think about it, Matthew. Like, uh, uh, I am a guy from Brazil... I have a frame on the wall at the cellar. That's a that's cool. a lot, and it happened quick. Mm-hmm. So that's the conversation that I have with my wife. She, she's waiting for me to have those landmarks because I have a list that I did, and I kind of the the I want to do a, a, a set on a s- late night those things, sure. and also a special. I'm getting those things. But that's not a. This is not a, a, a run. This is not a, a, a sport competition. This is a, a life. I like this life. Yeah. I like the fact that we are having a conversation here, and I'm getting a bike, and I'm gonna go to the cellar because I have a spot, and then I'm going to other club. This is the beautiful part, and I think comedians here they don't, they take this for granted. Yeah. Because they're always okay. thinking about the next step and who am I going to meet or I want to do this and do that. And just the fact that you're creating and making people laugh with your creativity, it's amazing. And I think I, and I also think I have this, this clarity now that I conquered something in Brazil. So I feel that I am successful there. Yeah. I already have some money. Now I can just relax and what I'm what I want to do in my life. I want to do stand up. That's what yeah. I want to do. I love it. Great so you want to be like proud of yourself internally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Artistically, yeah. Artistically, yeah. Every time you write a new 2 minutes, it's a joy for the next at least 2 weeks. I know. Right? It's, it's a good it's really you're like one punchline working. I made that with my brain. Isn't it, that wild? It's a wild. <laughs> and nobody yeah. thought of That's this before. For me. Oh. So frustrating. What, it, you know what's, what was difficult? And it's still a little difficult for me. You guys watch stand-up and you have stand-up around. I have to be careful not to do things that people are like, yeah, hey, I've seen this. I, st- I mean, I, I feel yeah. the way you do. I mean, like, it's, y- there's so much stand-up that I have yeah, to but you're right, call so seven people to be like, has this been done before? Yeah, I do that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, and you're right because you don't have... The, I don't the, the, the reference. The, the backup. Little things that can change. Like I used to do this. Uh, it was a uh, real quick adjustment. Like I used to go up on stage and say, hi, my, my name is Rafi Bastos. I am from Brazil. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, this guy waxed his vagina. It was something like yeah. this. Hmm. The guy was, uh, th- someone said to me, you know, the, the whole. I know what you're thinking. The whole I know what you're thinking. Mm. It's kind of old. Why don't you change? And I'm like, now I say I'm Brazilian. So, yeah, I waxed my vagina. But yeah, it's a lot better. It changed, you know, it changed a little bit. It doesn't look like yeah, something no, that you. everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not the smartest thing ever. But what I'm saying is the little adjustment made it not me sound like a hacky, you know? Yeah, mm. it makes you sound like a pro. And I love when people come up to me and say, oh, why don't you just 
do this and all this. Like I did this joke the other day saying, uh, I'm not going to say the joke, but it basically was like, when you guys like lose jobs for Latinos, this guy, fucking, he doesn't know how to speak English. He swim here. That's how he hit me. So, mm-hmm. And you lose your job for this guy? Is really <laughs> Javier's <laughs> fault? Or you fucking suck? And someone You're saying he swam here and he does know English and he can still do it better yes, than you? <laughs> yes. And someone came up to me and said, why don't you just... that?" That's the final version. But I was doing it in a way they're like, oh... It looks like a Mencia joke. It looks like oh. this. And it's okay because I don't know Mencia. I mm. didn't hear the guy. I, I, he was, you he can just say Mencia stole from you if everything yeah, else fell. I'd be like, oh, that's <laughs> Fucking gaslight him. Yeah. No, I don't know if it was the Mencia that he said, but he was like, oh, some Latinos did something around that area. Why don't you do this and that? And then become this joke. So I love when people say those things to me because I know yeah. how people are sensitive with this. Like, oh... You know, the joke, even giving tags. I love when I see someone, and I, I had an idea and I can help. I saw you doing this with Newhouse when I met you once. Mm-hmm. You saw a joke, and I'm like, why don't you say this? And I'm like, oh. I love tags. It's my favorite thing in the world. Like awesome. Yeah, obsessed with it, yeah. Some people don't theory. like to get advices. Mm-hmm. Like you say to them, oh, what, what don't you do? They're not going to like Matthew then. Let me tell yeah. you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dan Natterman, I'm like, do you take tags? He goes, no. And he uh, keeps walking. <laughs> it's yeah, fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's respect, but I think it, it's good when you have some people like giving you tips and stuff and having conversations. I love to I love to talk about comedy. Yeah, I love it's it. fun. If anything, even if I don't take the tag, they'll they'll like open up an angle on it that I didn't see. That's nice. Isn't it crazy that when you're watching comedy, you have ideas? So many. Not a, about what they're talking about. But you're it's like he opens something else. Yeah. And then you're remembering like, core memories from like childhood or something like that yeah. or perspectives that you used to have but yeah. that doesn't happen when i'm watching a movie no no. that just happened when i'm watching well, if you make movies you probably would oh, start yeah. yeah having ideas about mm-hmm. movies yeah. yeah yep well any place people can check you out yeah i mean <laughs> my <laughs> he's like don't even fucking bother <laughs> did i did i talk a lot i'm sorry yeah. no, 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 no it was perfect. really good at rafi comedy my instagram Okay. At Rafi and uh, if you want to learn Portuguese, he has a Netflix special. I do have a Netflix <laughs> special with subtitles, so oh. in English. So. Or you could just you, you could be like his Portuguese fans and just, just watch it. <laughs> just appreciating his presence. Yeah. Sit there. Portuguese. Look at yeah. that, that's Rafi. Right. I don't yeah. know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> we like him though. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for doing it. Thank this you is very so much. fun. Thank you. Bye.